Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. I'm Matt. I'm Mandy. And this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again as we dip back into the movies that shaped our childhood. And today, Mandy, what are we talking about? Today we are talking about Raising Arizona, a 1987, the Nicolas Cage vehicle. Heck yeah, Raising Arizona. Uh, I was late to the party on this one. I'll tell you about it in a minute. But before we get there, we do want to make sure that everyone has had the opportunity to watch this film. So what we like to do is tell you, if you've never found a reason to watch Raising Arizona, please make this the reason to do so. Go find it right now. It's currently streaming on Hulu, Hulu. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, go find it there. We'll give you a few seconds to watch the movie and then come back and join us for the conversation. And you're back. All right, everybody's seen the movie now. We're all up to speed. Good deal. And of course, Mandy, you and I, we don't like to talk about these movies by ourselves because uh, we just argue about something. So we need someone <laughs> here to take sides. Because you, you hate everything I love. <laughs> And today, we are very excited to have a Chicago-area comedian, uh, expat from uh, Kalamazoo, Michigan. Please welcome Mr. Sonny Pandit, everybody. Yay! Hey. Hi! Hello, I love that you said expat, because that's what I need. That I also right. want them to think that I'm some sort of communist. Actually, that's great. The, the first time I ever saw Matt do comedy was a show that you hosted at 411. God, I don't even know, was that, how long ago was that? Like nine oh my years God. ago? So many. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's mm -hmm. almost, yeah, that's, I want to say almost like seven, somewhere between seven and nine years ago sure. at this point. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. yeah. Yeah, thanks for remembering that. I, I, <laughs> I tried to do all the drugs to forget anything from forget early. Any of it, yeah. and, uh, <laughs> no, it was a lot of fun. And obviously Matt's been nothing but wonderful uh, oh. every time I've been with him. Wonderful. I'll take it, man. Thank Keep it coming. Yes, uh, and Sonny. Absolutely. Mandy, but I'm going to take your side on everything. So you know. <laughs> that, that, oh, that, nice. That is That's probably for the best. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, I'm certainly wrong. I'm, I'm most, most likely yeah. wrong. Okay. <laughs> exactly uh, wrong. So Sonny, uh, how long have you been doing stand-up? Uh, so stand up, I would say on and off for about uh, 10 years now. Okay. So uh, especially obviously, we've all been a little bit off the last couple of years. Yep. And then, uh, you know, got into uh, a little bit of acting, mostly just corporate videos. I did sketch for a little while. But um, yeah, stand up's always gonna have my heart. Hell so yeah. real please, glad to get back. Please at tell it. me that you are that you act in the sexual harassment corporate videos. <laughs> no, I, okay. <laughs> So yes, actually yes, put I do. But I, but in one of them, I think it was. Can I, can I name who it was? Is that going to be fine? Are you guys going to see? Yeah, yeah, it's you, man. You do, it'll come back to you. Okay, okay, cool. It was uh, Blasey's. Fuck it. And uh, so it was a uh, corporate beer for Blasey's. But I'm the one who gets sexually harassed. Nice. Oh, okay. Yes, it was really. Yeah, they want to turn it on ahead, and they also understood that, like you know. Hey, listen, you may go to the gym, but well, anybody were, could take yeah. you. Yeah, were you wearing yeah. that shirt? Because you, if you were, then <laughs> we're asking for it. I, <laughs> you were asking for it. Look what you're wearing. All right, that's cool. I just want to know where we were on a threshold. Now that I know that's okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just for everyone that can't see that's just listening he has like no sleeves and his guns are hanging out i'm just saying yeah yeah i and by gun she means biceps nsa yeah uh, sorry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no so guys you can say whatever about guns, me being taken is, advantage yeah. of but yeah news. guns uh, yeah i was like <laughs> isn't afghanistan still in the news these people don't know i'm not trying to get in trouble right right uh, <laughs> this is just audio for the most part so we'll be okay <laughs> oh good um, okay cool so uh, Sonny, we always ask everybody who we have on the podcast, how long had it been since you watched this movie before we forced you to watch it for the podcast? I never watched this movie. Okay. All right. So I had never uh, seen it until, yes. 
All right, we get a fresh um, hot take on this one. That's exciting. You do. Um, and I'm not going to lie to you. I, I thought, uh, Matt, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, you've been nothing but sweet and a nice guy. But if I was you, I would totally fuck me over on a movie okay. uh, and make me watch some stupid shit. But you didn't. And I oh, love you. For that. That, I oh. love this movie. It was so good. Perfect. All right. Good. <laughs> good. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mandy, how about you? How long had it been since you watched this movie? Like 20 years, probably. Okay. Like wow. all the times that I watched it, I think I was way too young to be watching it to really understand anything. Sure. And uh, I watched it a lot. It was always on when my parents were watching it. It wasn't something that I chose a lot as a kid, but I, there were things that came up that I'm like, oh, I remember liking this part. I don't know why I liked it sure. as a child because it's completely different now. But what yeah. Year was, what year was this movie? 87. So we were four. Oh, yeah. I had no, no business watching it when it came out for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, March 1987, and yeah. I was born in December of 1987, so I was conceived to this movie. There you go. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. No doubt. No question. Uh, for me, it's been uh, so I often will say that I've literally, like, I've seen like bits and pieces of a movie. Uh, yeah. This is definitely the definition of that for me. I know I've seen this movie in its entirety, but I don't mm-hmm. think I've ever seen it in one setting. Like, I, I've. I've seen parts of it here and then caught other parts of it later on. And I feel like it's just one of those ones that cycles through like TBS uh, mm-hmm. and you just kind of mm-hmm. catch it when you catch it. But I've seen it all. It just, it was sort of piecemealed together. Uh, so I was very excited to actually sit through and watch the whole thing uh, all at once. Uh, I'm not going to say I was happy that I did it, but I was glad to yeah. at least watch it all uh, in one setting. So I can, uh, I can tell you the last 40 minutes are the art for me were the part because I only watched it once, but then I fast forwarded it to rewatch the last 40 minutes 40, yeah. because sure. I thought that the beginning was a little slow. For, I was like, Oh no, you know, yeah, you this is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Like it was definitely the exact opposite for me. I would much really? rather watch the beginning of this movie, I think, than the end. Cause the end of it for, well, we'll, we'll get to the, the, what happens in the movie, but before we get there, we do have an activity <laughs> that we do with all of our guests. And that activity has a theme song, and that theme song was provided by Mr. Bob Fredericks. Uh, and hey! I do want to play that for you here before we get started. So the, the theme song for this little activity goes like this. Chop this, chop this synopsis. All right, it is time for us to play Chop This Synopsis, and that's when we take this movie in its entirety, Raising Arizona, and we condense it down or we chop it down to 10 words or less. So... Uh, we've given all three of us the task of taking the movie and condensing it down to 10 words or less. Does anyone want to go first? Do we have any volunteers? I'll go first. All right. Andy, okay. All on. right. <clears throat> couple couple realizes after week with baby, no kids is good too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I would click on that for sure. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> uh, give me one moment here. So uh, I wrote I wrote a couple, um, but this one I like best. Uh, so don't eat the rich. Just steal their babies. There you go. Oh, there, there you go. go. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, I could watch that for sure. Um, I have two of them. I'm not real happy about either one of them, but I'll start with the yeah. weak one and we'll end strong, hopefully. Uh, so the weak one I had was slow talking idiots quickly find out babies are difficult. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I like that. And then the second one was babies, robbery, kidnapping, robbery, double kidnapping, murder, and Nicolas Cage. 
Uh, you sound you sound like AB uh, like an ABC News special at 8 p.m. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> at 11, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> More murder at 11? What the fuck is happening out there? Uh, so I did want to kick this thing off. We do have some clips to play, and of course, we got to kick this one off in uh, you know true fashion. So get ready for this, guys. Yeah. Oh, God, just brings you right back into it, doesn't it? Beautiful. It's I, it really does. <laughs> All right, I can stop it. Okay, we got it. This, this you, is the last if you time. Didn't, if you didn't realize there weren't any black people in this movie, you know now. There yeah. aren't. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. That's the last time a minority hears before it all goes dark. That is true. That is true. Yeah, before the, before yeah. the burlap sack comes down, I think that's yeah. what. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I feel like I'm going to be able to smell the meth mouth that's kidnapping me. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, someone else was using that mask just for fun before it got yeah it's <laughs> just for fun yeah. oh my god mm, is that that old familiar <laughs> smell of old semen yeah. mm-hmm. i um I, I, i'll do a quick run through of who's who yeah. um so N- nicholas cage plays h.i donna dun mcdonough mcdonough sorry Mc- yeah, yeah mcdonough yeah holly hunter plays ed mcdonough Trey Wilson plays Nathan Arizona Sr., which is weird that they put him up so quick in the, the, in the booking, but yeah. yeah. Uh, John yeah. Goodman played Gail. William Forsyth played Evel. Um, Sam McMurray played Glenn. Francis McDermott plays Dot. And then, um, of course, Randall Tex Cobb plays Leonard Smalls. It is so weird yeah. how, many, how many Tex Cobb movies we've had. He just keeps so showing up. It's weird. And he Dude, always he was, plays like such a weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just I I've I'd never seen him. I really don't think I've ever seen him in anything else, but fuck was um, he awesome. He's an ace ventura when ace ventura is like um when he, he takes his dog from him and then he's like, warning, assholes are closer than they appear, and he's got the baseball oh. bat. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's he's right. Him down the road <laughs> in the car. Yeah. It's great. I, <laughs> he has been in other stuff right. too, but he's always like in a weird, uncredited small parts. So right. yeah, he's just anytime there's there needs to be like muscle on like just ominous muscle on screen. It's text yeah. comic for sure. Um, I just I want to see him in a sensitive role, just one, <laughs> yeah, right? right. One time, yeah. Like reading a, a a bedtime story to a kid or something. Yeah, just yeah. He's he's also still wearing a sleeveless well, shirt, which I he's respect. in. Um, he's actually in um the Golden Child with Eddie Murphy, and he plays he likes he plays that like childlike um hit henchman or whatever, and he's excited about the Golden Child like turning the Pepsi can into like a dancing thing. So he does oh, kind of play. You know that that character too. Sure. Oh, he was in Liar Liar. Oh, yeah. oh he was. Yeah, liar. he was the criminal. Yep. yep. The yeah. Sub- oh sub- yeah, that's right. Asshole, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. You're going to need it again and again and again. So yeah. we've done a deep dive into text cop. Now let's start talking about this movie instead. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we uh, we also uh, we want to talk about like whether you like this movie or not. We hope that at least there is some bright point in the film somewhere. So we always t- uh, try to ask about the uh, like top performance or just something that surprised you in the movie that you weren't really expecting that was a good, positive thing about the movie. So if anybody wants to go first, who was your, who was your bright spot in this movie? Um, 
honestly, I would probably say the end was very surprising. The very end, it was a it was a nice happy ending sure. um, with like a nice little dry, subtle twist of a joke when he you know says trying to find like where this dream was happening in like Utah. But I went, yeah, I one hundred percent thought there would be aliens, or I thought like you know, uh, I thought there would be like a bloodbath or some shit, like the baby gets the gun, which by the way, they are terrible in the 80s about making sure that guns and babies are separate. Yeah, right. I think they <laughs> left it in the crib, but then the cut itself, he has it in hand. Um, what's his name? Uh, Nathan Senior. Mm -hmm. And so like, uh, he has it in hand and a shot later, but he never shows it picking up. He put it down in the crib. Yeah. And I was like, this baby's gonna pick up this fucking revolver and just end <laughs> all these people. This is movie so fucking weird. Yeah, right. no that way. is so funny. Yeah. But, but the end I really thought was subtly like a very good message. And I thought that was really nice. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I get, I mean, yeah. I mean, clearly they, well, they murdered Tex Cobb, uh, with a yeah. grenade. Uh, so they don't, but I mean, she's a cop, so chances are they'll get out of it. No, no question. There's not a lot of evidence left either after he completely explodes. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, no, you take the perks where you can get them. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Wherever you can. <laughs> Um, Mandy, do you have a bright spot or a, a good part or a standout performance? 100% the fighting scene between John Goodman and him oh, yeah. is oh, amazing. Yeah. Like when he rubs his, when he accidentally rubs his knuckles <laughs> over <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Didn't that give you PTSD? I was like, I was I like, got it right oh, here. I fucking forgot about those feelings. Again, this is very visual for the most of you, but. If you're listening yeah. or if you're watching on Twitch, you can see that I'm literally in a closet right now and it's got slanted ceilings that match the roof peak. And right here next to me is uh, it's not popcorn ceiling, but it's the textured ceiling. And I have often, uh, you know, reached up for a stretch and just tore yeah. off a knuckle or two. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I, I do love it's that, that popcorn ceiling that everyone knows and hates that are. Yeah. Uh, you've all you've all inadvertently uh, punched uh, some sort of that wall before. Oh, I just thought that whole scene fingerprints on it. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just thought that whole scene was awesome. Like when he's like just punching holes and everything and he's got his fingers up his nose and yeah. he's trying to hit him with the thing. I don't know. And John Goodman himself was amazing. Like yeah. oh, John Goodman was so good. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I do love that they're yelling. There's so much man yelling the entire just, time. And I, I have the subtitles on too, but like you see that it's just screaming for half the fucking mm -hmm. movie. Right. And mm -hmm. like uh, or continued screaming. And it was it was just so so, so ridiculous when they're when the when they're in the car and they forget the baby a second time, which yeah. how do you forget a white baby twice? How do you fucking do that? You don't forget a white baby twice. They forgot me like eight times. I get it. Not have a lot of work on the market. But Jesus Christ, you do not forget a white baby like that. Oh my god. And like Pressure and they're just commodity. screaming the entire way back. And I'm like, what a primal way of showing what men can just like a primal dumb way of men, right? <laughs> Like, I love it. Uh, Do you I, have a clip of them in the bank when he's like, oh, shit, where are the tellers? Just before then, I have the old guy that's oh. asking him to clarify, which I'll, <laughs> yes. I'll play that in just a second. Okay. Um, but I, so I watched this movie twice. I watched it the first time through and then watched it again to pull the clips. And it was very uh, refreshing the second time through where I could just be like, uh, you know, forward 10 seconds. And I was just clicking and clicking and clicking to get rid of that screaming scene. I was like, holy shit. It just, I can't get rid of it. It just keeps going and going. And I'm advancing <laughs> the movie. And I'm like, when does this shit end? But all right, let me, uh, 
Let me play old timer at the bank here if I can find it. We've got yeah, here we go. Get down and freeze. <laughs> Everybody freeze. Everybody down on the ground. Well, which is it, young feller? You want I should freeze or get down on the ground? I mean to say, if I freeze, I can't rightly drop. And if I drop, I'm going to be in motion. You see? Shut up! Okay, then. Okay, then. Everybody down on the ground. Y'all can just forget that part about freezing now. Better still get down there. Yeah, y'all hear that, don't you? Yeah, so I love that. That was great. That was a good time. That's, that's yeah, it's such an amazing scene. It's just so subtle. Like, uh -huh. all of the jokes are just so subtle and just like, just just so well placed and well done that you know they probably had such a fun time creating yeah. this well, well the cohen brothers have had john goodman in like almost every single one of their movies yeah like he's he's in the big lebowski yeah, I feel he's like it's in a party the whole time with those guys I, I oh it is oh brother where art thou isn't that too I did love the stuff. part where they uh, where they got out of prison, and the first thing they did was like they went to his house, and like you know he Nicholas Cage gets the gun and everything, and you know they have the baby, so they're worried, and like he opens it up, and they're you know it's them, and they're just joking around, and you see his wife's face, yeah. and I immediately thought to myself that that's the same exact face that like if uh it, what, anyone I'm with that would make. If they saw that, because it would be comedians at two and no goddamn. Yeah, right. Yeah, your buddies. That would open the in. door. Yep. Come in. Yeah, and then just be joking around and be like, "Oh, <laughs> oh shit, they're gonna be staying here. They're covered in blood." Probably. Yeah, right. <laughs> and like <laughs> for a few weeks, just a couple weeks tops. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and like I, I would understand the face that um, uh, who's the actress? Was that Holly Hunter? Ho that Holly Hunter? Hunter, yeah. That was Holly Hunter. The face yes. that she makes, with, like, and she's so fucking good in this. Yeah, but like so good so subtle and just so sudden with like her uh, emotions and things but that face was so perfect and i was like oh yeah oh yeah doing comedy we're gonna see that shit at least eight times before the divorce right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. uh, so my standout performance was uh which i forgot she was in this movie it was francis mcdermott which mm -hmm. there's oh not, yeah there aren't many movies that she's in that aren't that she's not my standout performance in um, but yeah. here, yes. here is her vaccine talk, which I thought was particularly poignant in today's society. Here we go. Theory of tetanus, what they call the dip tap. You got to get them dip tap boosters yearly, or else we'll develop locked on that vision. <laughs> then there's <laughs> vaccine, chicken pox, and measles. And if your kid's anything like ours, you're going to have to get all those shots yourself first before he'll ever take them. <laughs> Who's your pediatrician anyway? I love it. We ain't exactly fixed on one yet, have we, huh? No, I guess we don't have one yet. Jesus! Jesus. <laughs> just the panic <laughs> yeah oh my god she was so good when she was like when she first saw the baby oh yeah just like has her hands yeah. over her face i just and, and like anything and also this is 1987 like francis mcdormand is a fox like holy yeah. shit yeah i was like and just but she's so funny i really liked glenn as well yeah too. yeah me too yeah I'm a big fan of glenn i yeah. got my clip here for glenn is glenn got jokes so let's go ahead and play yeah. one of those that reminds me, how many Pollocks take to screw up a light bulb? I don't know, Glenn. What? Nope, takes three. <laughs> so bad. Wait. <laughs> Wait a minute, no, I told him wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've all been there. It takes three Pollocks to screw up a light bulb. I don't know, Glenn. Because they're so darn stupid. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> 
It's so bad. Yeah. It is so bad. We've all been there. We've all been accosted by some drunk guy at the end of a night after a comedy show that's like, I got the greatest joke of all time. Here it is. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You can use this if you want. You can use it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can use that on stage. Yep. Tells it wrong and then tells it twice. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. (laughs) It is. Always. I'm just like, man, what did I do to you guys? That's like the only safe avenue left. Like, who can I offend? that hasn't decided to cancel anyone yet. And they're like, well, we'll yeah. lean real, lean real heavy into the Owski jokes. That's what we'll Yeah. Oh, oh, I love, I love the end where he's having the dream and the cop is a Kowalski yep. uh, <laughs> and uh, Glenn telling the joke to a cop. And I'm like, that is fucking phenomenal. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we haven't heard from uh, High McDonough yet. We haven't heard from Nick himself. So let's get a clip here. From- he's very poetic how he talks. Yep. Like even oh, like, yeah. I really like his his voice even. Call me high. And the first time I met Ed was in the, the sound in this movie plays such a huge character too. Like it's weird. Yes. Yeah. Very telling of the character. Turn to the right. Turn to the right. <laughs> Turn to the right. Kind name is Ed for a pretty thing like you. Short for Edwina. Turn to the right. You're a flower, you are. You're a flower, you are. Yeah, I love it. Um, but yeah, Dude, this movie he's is like, and he, normally a movie, like it's like shot outside and they're going to just try to do what they can to like remove the wind sound in the background. And this movie's like, <laughs> fuck it, crank it up. Like, let's turn up the sound of the wind or the sound of people step and just all of the sounds and, and visuals are just really heightened in this movie, I feel like. It's very mm-hmm. strange. Uh, especially yeah. to watch this movie wearing headphones the whole time, like I was for pulling the clip. Yeah. It was just like, Jesus, fuck, get out of my head. Like this whole movie is just <laughs> so, like everything is is up front and, and right right at the forefront of this film. It's weird. Uh, just a little fun fact. Francis McDermott and Holly Hunter were roommates at Yale. Um, They were in the oh. drama club at Yale. So in 82, which is fun. Yeah. That's really cool. I'm sure uh, they, they uh, had times when they were sitting around like, wouldn't it be cool if we were in a movie together? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah right. Oh my God, that's so dope. They're like, oh, and then, you know, Nicolas Cage becomes like uh, super smooth, like the smoothest hillbilly you'll ever meet. Right. Uh, <laughs> he um, was really good, by the way. I'm glad uh, that you brought him up because just incredible. Yeah. Huh. His action scenes with when he fights with um, Leonard were fantastic. Like he did such a good job of like get, looking like he's getting hit. And then when he's like trying to crawl away real slow yeah. and get yeah. dragged back in. His faces are so fucking phenomenal. They're so good, you know? And like when he's just sitting there at the dining table telling the guys that they had to get scarce and that he might join them. And then she makes that face and she says like, (laughs) maybe not. And it's just such a, he made the same thing when he was trying to shave, just like dead in the eyes. That's melts away. Like all man, this is like, all right, this is a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, it is the hair just coming down perfectly. (laughs) I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, no, baby. That's called depression on your chest. What's up? Yeah, r- real beautiful moment for him, yeah. Uh, well, and his hair gets bigger the more stressed out he gets. Like, throughout yeah. the movie, it's just, like, bigger and bigger, crazy hair. Yeah. What? Yeah, that's true. Uh, Nicolas Cage, as a performer, some people love him, some people hate him. Uh, there was a time where Nicolas Cage was a big deal, right? Like, he was a hot commodity in Hollywood. Now, yeah. you know, some would say he's sort of drifted away from that a bit. Uh, do you guys have a like Nicolas Cage prime? Uh, this was Nicolas Cage at his best sort of movie, or maybe this is it. I don't know. What do you guys? Do you guys have a best hmm. favorite Nicolas Cage movie? 
Uh, I like the National Treasure movies, but not because he's in them. Okay. <laughs> I just like movies about like, you know, yeah, I like movies about like finding treasures and like conspiracy theories and stuff. Sure. All right. Um, uh, face Off. I was a huge fan of Face Off. There you go. Uh, yeah, that was a good yeah. one. Yeah. That was yeah, like I really prime oh. Nicolas Cage right there too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The and Sorcerer's yeah the sorcerer's apprentice yeah. is really good too if you haven't seen that yeah, that's, okay. yeah i thought that was a good movie oh what's seen. uh what's that movie kick-ass where he's okay. the dad uh like the crime fighting dad uh and he's just so good he played it perfectly yeah that's what it, it's weird because you know, i have a string of just like trash weird movies that you're like mm -hmm. what are you doing and then every once yeah. in a while there will be this diamond in the rough but what's sad about it is the diamonds are becoming fewer and further between so they're harder for people to like discover i feel like but when he does yeah. throw out like a decent performance in a movie now it's like holy fuck he's still got like he's still got it he was there's a reason that he was an a level performer at yeah. one point or another um but for Which, mine uh for nicholas cage for me forever it will always go back to trapped in paradise oh uh, his performance oh, yeah. and trapped in paradise is, is my favorite of all time and then of course uh, there's like the rock which will eventually yeah. get to um Further down the road. Con Air. Con Air, yeah. as I was just thinking. Yeah. And he's in a yeah. movie, Guarding Test. That was good. Yeah. Um, well, you know, yeah. the reason he does these movies, I was just talking to my roommates about it too, was, uh, you know, I think he went uh, bankrupt, yeah. uh, if I'm correct, or something happened where he, like, you know, he or tax evasion or something like that. He owed a lot of money, but he had that uh, mansion where he had like a room that was just wall to wall comic books because he's such a huge comic book For fan. Sure. Yeah. And like, uh, and it was like, you know, comic books all laced with the glass underneath. And that's great that he spent the money on that and not his property taxes. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite fucking thing. <laughs> like, that's why, you know, like a skull, like a Tyrannosaurus Rex skull or something like that. Wasn't it his, <laughs> like, well, oh, does he? I didn't know thing. that. Yeah. He's got like the first ever Superman comic book and like a full T-Rex skeleton or some point. Like, I don't think he has it anymore. I think that was like repossessed or whatever. Like, I don't yeah, know goes, but I guess someone else. Well, he was. Know. He was going to be Superman. I remember yeah. seeing those clips and like just the most ridiculous looking Superman you would ever, you know, if somebody, if Nicolas Cage came down to save me, I would rather the fire takes me or wherever <laughs> fucking, wherever I am. I'm like, no, not that guy. I can't trust that. With his long hair and shit. Nah, man. Uh-huh. But something. <laughs> he also, <clears throat> sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say something humanizes him about just holding that little baby. You know, like I could be like, I could see yeah. him as, as someone's crazy ass dad, probably more like a crazy ass uncle. He seems like, the, like the weird uncle that like takes you three wheeling or whatever, just like oh yeah, <laughs> three wheeling. Like, like, like teaches you how to like shotgun a beer at the age of like seven, and then you know yeah, just gets out the woods. This is uh, oh my god, I feel like this is a Michigan uncle. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. That's what the three wheeler. The three wheeler immediately moves <laughs> right through it. Yeah. Yeah, I bought ATV and I was just like, oh shit, yeah, no, that's all outdoor shit. It's that's like the Michigan. least safe version. That's the thing. You got to find the one that's going to potentially flip you over. No question. It's I, making me think of three wheelers from India and like they're three wheel, like they're basically this cab and they have two wheels in the back, one in the front, and it's a three wheeler. And that's one of the things that you hail. And I, those, you know, when you hit them, they go far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not a lot to them, yeah. Yeah. Um, he also plays Grug, Grug in um, The Croods. Like he's the voice of Grug. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I always think, like, while he, I was listening to him talk on the computers, you know, I call it Rug because it rhymes with Grug, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He has a particular uh, slowness and, like, it's just, yeah, just everything comes out like molasses. <laughs> a little, a little slow. <laughs> 
but just really i i don't know i was i was a fan of his performance this movie i'm glad it was short like it was a very it was yeah. only a, a real quick like 90 minute watch which was exciting for me because i think the last couple of movies we've done would have been like over two hours long yes yeah. <laughs> i don't know if we need yeah it, you know? Of Mice and Men, by the way, um, that's where Leonard Smalls got his name was from Lenny Small. Remember hey, from look at that. Of Mice and oh, Men? Yeah. What? No shit. Yeah. Oh, Will? I hate that fucking movie. I, I hate that book. <laughs> oh my god. I hate it that fucking a, book it, so much. It is it's depressing, that's for sure. Yeah. It wasn't one to yeah. it wasn't but it was good. It just what? wasn't one to watch, you know, when you want to feel like super awesome. Well, so no, we, we watched it in him. school. Yeah, right. Huh? They forced us to. Yeah, but since we just talked about him, let's get a little audio clip here from Leonard Smalls. The ominous yeah. biker guy that, you know, is trying to, the bounty hunter here. I'm not a customer. I'm a man hunter. Now, of course, I do hunt babies on occasion. Here you go. You put your hand to. What do you know about it? Well, that's my business. I'm a tracker. Some say part hound dog. All right, we got it. So, um by the way when he says that he caught that he fetched thirty thousand dollars in 1954 dollars in 1987 that would have been a hundred and twenty thousand dollars oh wow just so you know so he's yeah. really oh, wow. underselling that whole uh, process yeah he could he could be making a huge <laughs> bank on this i like it you know i just love that he used save. a grenade yeah right yeah that's his go-to for everything <laughs> yeah yeah when your, when your yeah. go-to weapon is a grenade then yeah you you get whatever you want but that guy was Call of Duty before Call of Duty. Yeah. Like, that's so. For sure. Yeah. Uh, all right. We've got, um, so this is Ed. We can, we haven't really heard from her a ton. Yeah. Uh, here is yeah. Ed finding out that she is barren. Uh, so this trigger, is so good. Trigger warning for anyone out there who's having issues, but here's Ed. <laughs> I wish you could yeah. see her face. I'm barren. At first, I didn't believe it, that this woman who looked as fertile as the Tennessee Valley could not bear children. But the doctor explained that her insides were a rocky place where my seed could find no purchase. It was inconsolable. We, See, it's, right, it's very, poetic. Yeah. <clears throat> very poetic. Yeah. Very poetic. I love how the scene was such great juxtaposition of her crying and him being just calm, like yeah. scarily calm. <laughs> yes, so another one. <laughs> Yeah. When she's like, when she is holding the baby for the first time, she's like, I love him so much. I remember yeah. that part. Like, that was one that stuck up. Yeah. You, uh, when they were in the car together with the baby the first time. Yeah. I love the double delivery, too. She's like, I, that wasn't enough. You don't understand how much I love it. The, he's like, I know you do, honey. And she's like, I don't love him so much. Again, it's over again. It's great. I love it. Oh, okay. I do have to say the scene where he's trying to steal the huggies gave yeah. me so much anxiety because he didn't have the huggies for like, it, uh, like, even up until the end, I'm like, he still doesn't have the fucking diapers. Yeah. And then he's like telling her where, and I didn't realize, you know, that like he's telling her where to go so that they can pick him up again. And then I'm finally like, Oh, thank God he got the, the diaper. Right. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, I absolutely loved it when he was like yelling about everything. And then he's like, and then, and, and honey, you're going to want to take a right, right over here. Right, yeah. And then like just going back to it. And it was so great. And yeah, I mean, everybody was worried about the huggies. I really loved that that dog escaped and got the rest of his dog buddies to start yeah. chasing after him. Yeah. So cartoonish. Yeah. yeah. It was very Scooby-Doo, uh, Scooby-Doo chase scene for a minute there. Um, oh, I thought, so when he when he reaches back and he scoops up the diapers, right? They're driving past high speed, scoops mm -hmm. up the diapers. 
I absolutely expected the two, uh, the Snout brothers or whatever their names are, yeah. uh, to do the same thing with the car seat when they came back to get the baby. I really thought oh, like, yeah. they were just going to reach their arm out and scoop it up on the way past. I was like, oh, I was really disappointed that they didn't do it that way. But um, well, the, the but then Leonard Smalls kind of does. Yeah, 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 yeah. He like scoops up the baby and puts it on the front of the motorcycle which like, looks so badass like yeah. what a cool what a cool like little i forget what they're called like you know you have the jaguars and everything like that that go on there yeah like the a hood baby. ornament for a baby yeah, hood <laughs> ornament. yeah. yeah. just have a little baby right on there and then he pulls out his fucking shotgun and it just blows a hole and i was just like okay you've won me i love this movie yeah this right fantastic. <laughs> this guy wins we can turn it off right now and we don't care yeah <laughs> uh, let's get a listen real quick to the snout brothers is that their names hold on i need to look this up what are their names I, I look at the snout. I can't it just says snout. in the in the booking it just F-N- says gail and oats snotes Snotes. Yeah. what they're listed as okay so let's get a listen Polish. to them but there's a picture of Eldorado, huh? this so is the their plan together the farmers and mechanics bank of lagrange looks like a hayseed bank Tell you the truth, it is a hayseed bank, except for the last Friday of every financial The incomparable John Candy, or are John Goodman, sorry. And guess what day is tomorrow? Well, for true. Hayseeds come yeah. in and cash their farm subsidies checks. A1 information, huh? Got it in a joint from a guy named Lawrence Spivey, one of Dick Nixon's undersecretary of agriculture. Nice. So yeah, that's the plan. They're going to go rob mm-hmm. a bank. Now, if anybody's listening to this that doesn't understand, or that doesn't know the plot of this movie already... You know, you came to the wrong place. If you're trying to figure out what's yeah. happening, we're just going to talk about it as it goes. But uh, yeah, essentially they uh, steal a baby and then uh, he gets wound up with his buddies from jail who broke out of jail and now are going to try to rob a bank. All of this is happening at the same time that this bounty hunter guy has come to try to get the baby back. So now that everyone's up to speed and we're getting pretty close to the end of this segment, uh, Mandy, do you have any last minute uh, fun facts that we haven't hit yet? <clears throat> um, Just that... Leonard, again, we're going back to Leonard Smalls, okay. big techs or whatever. Um, he uh, well, he had never ridden a motorcycle before. So when he was like in, he born in, on a motorcycle, yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> when he when he rides up, when he's like riding up, like up to that ledge, you know, and he stops, he actually ends up in in one of like the outtakes or whatever. He like doesn't stop and like goes down the hole like oh no oh no <laughs> he ended up being fine obviously because yeah. he's like made of steel or whatever yeah, right. but... yeah he's just cinder blocks and yeah, steel girders <laughs> yeah. that's all he's made of yeah <laughs> <laughs> i did uh i did want to mention that i thought at one point where you thought they were going to scoop up the baby mm-hmm. um those two dudes uh when i had so much anxiety as they were driving super fast and the baby's just in the middle and what by the way what a perfectly balanced baby to fall off the roof of a car twice yeah and like just still be like i'm chilling i'm mm-hmm. good i'm gonna be cute and play with my hood but like when they were just speeding and then they stopped sudden, I thought they were going to run over the baby. Over like, the baby. I felt that shit in my chest. <laughs> yeah, I did. I was like, this movie's so weird. They might run over a goddamn baby. I don't yeah. know. I feel True. like that, that has to have been one of the scenes that was like filmed in reverse, right? Like, yeah. they brought yeah. the car up to the back of the baby and then they like shook the car to make it get that, like, we just stopped real quick and then backed up like a bat out of hell and then just reversed it over. That's I'm going to believe that that's how that was done and that they didn't endanger uh, a tiny infant, but who knows? Back you, in the 80s. You can do that. It's the 80s. I yeah. think they went through like eight takes. So eight white babies did not make this. Movie. Yeah, that's, yeah. All right. There was no warning at the end. <laughs> there were no white babies harmed during the making of this movie. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like Actually, for that scene, they just took a, a minority baby and then put a bunch of white makeup on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I've been putting white face on a lot lately. And <laughs> it's fun. There it is go. a lot of fun. It's very much a sexual role play thing. Don't worry about it. We don't need details. But yeah. <laughs> um, I do want to, before we break, uh, before we cut for the break, guys, I do want to let you guys know what our question of the day was for oh, yeah. uh, Facebook. That way, in case you have anything you can contribute, you can think about it during the break and then bring it back with you uh, when we come back. Our question today was, have you ever received a reward for returning something that wasn't yours? Uh, So think about it. If you have anything at all, we'll talk about it after the break. I'm just curious to know if anybody's ever turned anything in and what the reward was if they did get one. And did uh, you steal it? Right, yeah, yeah. Were you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, a cry for attention? I love it. Right, yeah. <laughs> so uh, think about that as we cut for the break here real quick, and we will be right back after these messages. Hey, everybody, it's me, your boy, Stu McAllister. I'm the host of the Elemental Podcast. Please make it your fourth favorite podcast. It's constant swearing, occasionally funny. Free episodes every Monday and Thursday. Patreons every other day of the week. You're going to love it. Or maybe you'll just hate it. Either way, listen. Thanks. And we're back. All right. Thank you guys so much for, uh, you know, doing what that ad said. It was most likely just an ad for the Elemental podcast by Mr. Stu McAllister. So if you could be so kind as to just go listen to a couple episodes, maybe uh, sign up for his Patreon. He only has six listeners and he needs more. So go check it out. And uh, yeah, so now that we're back, thank you uh, for swinging by. We are still here with Chicago area comedian, Mr. Sonny Pandit. And speaking of Stu McAllister... Let's go ahead and hit his theme song. He also provided the theme song for us as well. We're going to jump straight into the games portion because, and I'll tell you why, normally we would take this as an opportunity to cover all of our responses from the podcast question of the day. But my podcast question was so late and so obscure that I don't think anyone has anything to share with us. I almost texted you too, and I was gonna be like, hey, do we have a Facebook question yet? But yeah, I get it. I was pulling clips until about... 30 minutes before we started. So I was like really scrambling to get uh, this stuff all together. So if, unless you guys have anything, have you ever returned anything for a reward? And if so, what was that reward? Anyone? Uh, So, I mean, I, I I do return things, but I never get a reward for it. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So like, you know, uh, I've had friends um, at a, uh, I was taking a class at second city and uh, I believe her name is uh, Jessica, very sweet girl. And uh, we were taking the, bl- the bus together and she got off the stop before me. I happened to leave. I see she forgot her wallet. So I grab mm-hmm. her wallet. I'm calling our class. I'm trying to figure out how to get this back to her. The poor girl, her and her boyfriend just moved from Iowa, okay. like literally three weeks before. And he does music. She does comedy and acting. And that's why they moved. And yeah. she completely left her wallet there. That is a very- oh my God, so- what a nightmare. Yeah, Iowa so, thing to do though. Like it, <laughs> leave your leave your wallet on the bus in Chicago. That's very much an Iowa thing to do. It is, but Matt, you know the thing was like I'm so you know I grew up in liquor stores and shit. So like uh, so like when I returned it to her, she was so complimentary that I didn't know how to fucking take it. Yeah, and I was like, should I stole your wallet? Is that what you're saying? Am I weak? 
because I didn't <laughs> take your wallet. Is that what's happening? She never talked to me again. No, and that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> also a very Iowa thing to do. Never, never talk. To yeah. you. <laughs> um, no, so that's had, never happened to me. What about you? Well, I had the opposite happen. I lost something that got returned back to me that I offered a reward for. Uh, but the reward oh. that I offered was a very poor reward. Uh, because I believed that the person who returned my, so same thing happened with me. I was in Southern Illinois and lost my wallet. Uh, we were taking a long oh, trip. Shit. I got out of the back of our van at the time. My wallet fell out of the pajama pants that I was wearing because I was sleeping in the back of the van. Uh, we yeah. got all the way down to Arkansas. I want to say somewhere down in there. We were heading to Florida uh, or Texas. I can't remember which, I think we were going to Texas and we got down to Arkansas and, uh, I got a phone call and someone was like, Hey, uh, I think I have something of yours. And by that point we had no, we found out that it was missing. We had ransacked the vehicle. We didn't know where we lost it. We thought maybe I left it at home. Like we, I hadn't had a reason to use it up until we got to like Arkansas and was like, shit, where's my wallet? You know? And yeah. uh, so I was like, I think maybe you do. And she's like, yeah, I found a wallet and it had a card in it. And the name on one of the business card matched your driver's license and it had your phone number on it. So now I'm calling you. And I was like, Oh my God, thank you so much. We were on, we're on vacation. I need that back as soon as possible. Please take the money that's in the wallet and then use that to return it back, like pay to ship it back to me, please. Like take it to the post office. And she's like, okay, there are, uh, so at the time I had, I had put like maybe $250 in cash on me and mm -hmm. we had used the 50 at some point and broken it down to some smaller bills but I still had like 240 some dollars on me in cash. And she's like, okay, yeah, I can totally do that. And uh, I was like, there's enough in there, right? To like do that. And she's like, yeah, it looks like you got about $4 in here. And I was like, what the fuck? Oh. Like someone had picked up, well, we'll say someone, not her, maybe, had picked up the wallet, grabbed all of the cash except the singles, and then turned the wallet in to the business that I had lost it in front of, which was a Subway sandwich shop in Southern Illinois somewhere. So she's like, yeah, I'll totally do that. So she uh, ended up taking the wallet, uh, mailing it back to my home address. And I had to have one of my buddies just keep coming back to the house every day. Like just come back mm. while we're on vacation. We were on a two week long vacation. And I was like, please just check the house every day until it comes. And then I need you to overnight it to me down here in Texas. And uh, so she sends it back and it still had the $4 in it. And I was like, oh man. So she used her own money to send it back to me. Uh, but chances That's are so she's the one who took the two hundred forty dollars. Yeah, she used your money to send right. it. Let's yeah. be honest. Right. Yeah, I was. Gonna, she made a profit on that transaction. Yeah, and so, yeah. I do not mind. I was happy to get rid of the two hundred dollars because I'm an idiot and I had my driver's license, my birth certificate, and my social security card all in that wallet. Oh geez, man. that's like oh, man. Dumb. I was a dumb kid and didn't know that you weren't supposed yeah. to put everything that identifies you as a person all in the same spot. Uh, and then lose like, it in Southern it, Illinois. So. It's scary to me, just like if I have to go to an interview or something and carry all those things yeah. like at one time, I'm like, right. oh. I would have like, you need those other pieces to prove you are you if you lose mm -hmm. one of them. Like if you lose all three, you just don't exist anymore. So <laughs> I was like, thank you for sending this back to me. I will gladly, you know, toss out that $200 as a learning experience. But uh, so yeah, that was kind of my reverse, uh, give a reward out to somebody. I ended up with my thing back. So that's all I care about. No, no that's great and everything. But at the same time, Matt, I don't even know where the fuck my birth, uh, like my birth certificate is. Sure. I don't know where my social security number, uh, card is because my mother has refused. I am 33 years old. Yeah. I am a man. 
<laughs> I am man. a grown man. And uh, she refuses like to give me that because nice. that's the whole thing. She's like, yeah, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to end up losing it. I have no uh, idea. I think it's buried in a safe. It's some fucking safety deposit box in maybe Michigan. Maybe she went to a different state. I have no idea. Yeah. All right. Well, look into that and uh, just, you know, you just want to know where it is just in case. I would. Yeah. Actually, I kind of hope that she just like, I came here illegally. She just put me in like a luggage. She's been lying. She's been lying all these years, calling me that I'm too dumb to fucking have it. And she's like, I, I, I. You just got to be really <laughs> careful where you travel because you, some like hillbillies would be like, let me show your papers. Yeah, right. <laughs> be like, I oh, think my mom yeah. has them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Got, I've gotten that shit before, man. Like, they're like, they got, they got real, they got real, uh, they're like, let me see your papers. Like, let me, and I was just like, you can't read. It doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We, uh, have, have we heard the theme song? No, yeah. We have not. Speaking of Stu okay. McAllister, oh, again, yeah, shit. Uh, here is the theme song he provided for our next game, and it goes like this. Box office theme song. <laughs> Short and sweet. It was recorded live while he was uh, guest hosting while Mandy was off. We recorded it live during the episode. It's the box office theme song. Mandy, take it away. All right, Sonny, how much do you think the budget was for this movie back in 1987? Mm, I think back in 1987, I think uh, probably $2.4 million. Okay, right. Matt? I will give this movie, I'm going to say they, they used somewhere like $15 million for this movie, I would think. Oh, you way overbid. It was only six million. Okay, all right. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah. Sunny takes that for uh, Price is Right rules, you know. <laughs> which without, makes you really, yeah. <laughs> which makes you really sad because those actors were so good. They deserved way more money than what sure. they got paid. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. <laughs> they might have got right. a, uh, the you know the back end deal on it, so they could have got paid after the fact, just because that's how much it cost them to make the movie in the first place. So let's find out what the pool of money was that they might have gotten paid from. Yeah. All right, Sonny, how much do you think that this movie, by the way, just to give you a hint, it only got released in the U.S. and Canada. This is was not a worldwide release. Okay. So how much do you okay. think that this movie has made roughly up until today um, in the U.S. and in Canada? Up until today, I would probably say I might overshoot on this, but I think it's because it's such a good movie and I hope. Uh, 22 million. Okay, Matt? And I have a feeling that this movie, I feel like this one hits a lot of uh, triggers for people. Like this was a good, like this was a, a big deal for people. So I'm going to give this movie like 39 million. Well, it's funny because it was 22 million in the States, but a total of 29 million. Yeah, okay. it, it was yeah. 48. It was the 48th movie, like box office movie released that in 1987. Yep. Uh, Beverly or well I just kind of fucked it up because I told you number one we'll just uh -huh. go we'll we'll count from one to ten Beverly go. Hills Cop 2 Fatal Attraction mm. Platoon mm. Three Men and a Baby The Untouchables The Secret of My Success which we have to do because that was like one of my favorites okay Stakeout Lethal Weapon which we haven't done yet either which is hard to believe yeah um The Witches of Eastwick and mm. Predator and those oh. were the top uh, yeah. Stu has a long-running request for us to do uh, Predator 2, by the way. And I was like, Stu, we haven't even done Predator 1 yet. And he's like, fuck it. Predator 2 is yeah. better. Skip it. That I is know. hilarious. No, I mean, <laughs> such I, a Stu that, answer. Yeah. That <laughs> was more of a movie for, for me, like in like my like 20s, I watched those movies. Sure, so yeah. we could still do it if, if we had enough requests. Shoot us an email or send us a message if you guys want us to do Predator. 
Yeah, there you go. Uh, we have so many fucking movies on the list, though, that we got we got plenty. We don't need Stu telling us what to do. No, it's so yeah. funny because I have like I have like friends and relatives that are like, um, aren't you guys like running out of movies? No. <laughs> they're like, no, not at all. And then and we constantly are being like, oh my god, I can't believe I didn't think of that movie. Like right, that's right. so perfect. And the only thing stopping us is a lot of times like we don't like to make the guest. First of all, we don't like giving you guys a lot of homework, and second yeah. of all, we don't like to make you guys pay to be on the show. So if we start picking these like super obscure movies that people have to right. be like i have to rent this bullshit or own a copy of this or try to track it down mm-hmm. somewhere we try not to do that yeah so i think the guest three you know like the the big three streaming services will take that yeah and the epihos too i think it's nice for them to know that they can right. excuse me they can go see it wherever they you know just please. watch the movie yeah all right no so that's bad. a great idea it's not like you'll run out right right yeah for sure as <laughs> yeah, as no. netflix and hulu keep spitting them out we'll keep uh, finding them yeah <laughs> Uh, all right, so we did the box office. Nice job. You get that one again for uh, you know prices right rules. Very good, very good. Yes. And we're gonna just keep on trucking along. We're gonna go to our next game, and that game has a theme song as well. And the theme song goes like this. Let's play Guess the Age. All right, it's called Guess the Age. Mandy, take it away. All right, that was Brandon Alberta, friend of the show and previous guest. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so. Yeah, we outsource we'll just, all of our theme songs, Sonny, by the way. So if you feel well, like compelled, we outsource all of our theme songs. So like we don't recreate any of them. We just make other, we make previous guests do our theme songs for us. So if, oh, ever, yeah, if you ever feel so compelled to provide us with a theme song, you know, we're, we're absolutely open for it. So, you know, oh, fucking yeah, of course. I would love to do that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can't sing for shit uh, and I don't care. So that's totally cool. Well, Matt. Yeah. Matt used to make them with montages of other songs, but then once we started being on YouTube, we were getting like copyright warnings. Yeah. So. <laughs> people, people were yelling at me. You, fucking Matt, I swear to God, you're like, you're worse than a minority at times. I swear to fucking God. You're the only guy I know who would lose his fucking birth certificate, yeah. who would lose his social security card, and then also get sued by fucking YouTube. Yeah, right. right? I'm, still, I'm still going. We're still here. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> all right so <laughs> so sunny how old do you think nicholas cage was when he played h.i mcdonough in this in 1987 that's a really good question i think that he is i'm gonna say 27 okay mm, I'm, Matt? Gonna, I'm just gonna go 30 we'll go straight 30 he was 23 oh my goodness damn wow. i what? know I know it's so crazy because to me he's always been like really old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm more el- envious than anything. I was like, "Fuck, he got a Cohen movie at 23." Right, right. right. Yeah, like <laughs> famous. Yeah. Uh, um. All right. How old do you think Holly Hunter was? She played Edwina. No wonder he owns castles. He got fucking bankrolled at like 23. Yeah, he's just he had money to spare. You know. Dude, 23 in the late 80s? Yeah. Like, I'm going to have castles and cocaine. Castles yep. of cocaine. Castles made of cocaine. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? And a, yeah, and a Tyrannosaurus head. That's not... That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's <laughs> you cocaine. know he snorts off of that thing. Yep. God. <laughs> yeah. He ground it up into a powder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm so high on this T-Rex right now. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, did you um, ho- game? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Um, Holly Hunter, how old do you think she was in 87? Oh, uh, I'm going to say Holly Hunter. I'm going to say, I don't know why I'm sticking with these numbers. 26. 
Okay. Okay. I, gonna, I was going to say 25, so we'll stick with it. Yeah, she was 29. She was already almost 30 then, which is crazy. Sunny yeah. it again. Look at that. <laughs> we'll take it. All right, Sunny, how old do you think John Goodman was when he played Gale? I am actually very curious about this. Yeah, right? John Goodman, god damn it, dude. He's eternal. Uh, <laughs> I would say he was probably 34. Okay, Matt? Yeah, 30. 35. Okay. There you go. Very good. Cool. Look at that. Just taking them in. Just um, all of them. I don't and know then, how I can guess their ages well. That's yeah. just, that's You're not doing a, awesome. That's not a, thanks. It's not a useful skill. <laughs> no, not thanks. Yeah, Unless you're a carny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, yeah, that's what my parents immigrated here for, for me to yeah. guess ages. God damn it. <laughs> um, and then I'll just ask one more, and then I'll tell you guys a couple others. Um, but for, because we talked about her so much and we love her, Frances McDermott, how old do you think she was in this movie? Um, before I answer this, I'm like I said, just Francis McDormand in this movie. Oh my god. Smoking hot immediate oh yeah, I would propose to her in a heartbeat. And go. I don't really believe in marriage. Uh <laughs> let's see. Uh I would probably say she was I'm gonna say thirty-two. Okay. Matt. I mean I've I keep hitting home with it. Well let's say thirty again. She she was 30, exactly. Hey, nice. Up. Good job. <laughs> I, just, I let it come to me. You know, you just keep spitting out the same numbers and eventually it'll fall yeah. in place. <laughs> what are you um, playing well, the three digit and the four digit? Right, you're right, yeah, I'm Jesus playing lotto. This is my yeah. roulette, this is my roulette strategy. I just let the ball come to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Black 18. <laughs> You've got three <laughs> leans against the house, Matt. Just give up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, William Forsyth was 32. He played Evel. Um, Randall Tex Cobb was 37. 37? Um, he seemed like yeah. 106. Well, and then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, he looked like forged, he had a hard life. That's yeah, like for forged sure. in a volcano and just came out on a motorcycle. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah, dude. I know. He looks like he could fly a pterodactyl, no problem. For yeah. sight. God. God. <laughs> All right, that's that's pretty much it. Although um, I do have that Trey Wilson who played uh, Nathan Arizona Senior. He mm -hmm. died in '89 of a cerebral hemorrhage. Oh no! Oh, oh that's sad. So, he was really yeah. good. Yeah. So two years yeah. after this movie, he, he oh, let's get a little piece of that since we haven't heard from him much. Let's get uh, this is Nathan Senior pleading with the FBI here. No leads. Everyone leaves micros and whatnot. Hell, that's your forte, ain't it? Tracking down them micros left by criminals and commies and shit. That's your whole goddamn reason to enter, ain't it? No leads. I want Nathan Jr. back. Or whichever the hell one of them they took. He's out there somewhere. Something leads to him. Nice. And anyone can find him knows the difference between a lead and a hole in the ground. I like it. Yeah, he did great. Mm. I really enjoyed him. Yeah, he was good. Oh my God. I love the character and I love the dialogue when he he's talking to uh Texas character or whatever his name is, yep. uh, Leonard Smalls. He was just like, you know, I've got like the federal BI. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's naming them all. I thought the same. <laughs> yeah. Little things like that. I was like, this fucking genius. I love it. I like it a lot. Yeah. He did great. He was, uh, Super believable as the uh, the salesman. I like that uh -huh. character and just always selling too. He's like, my baby's gone, but at the end of this press conference, we're going to press it one more time. We're going to say, come on down to the naked furniture shop and we can get you whatever you need. The, you know, he, in those commercials, painted furniture. Yeah. 
<laughs> those commercials reminded me so much of the Tiger King. <laughs> like, yeah. oh yeah. Uh, yeah, the Joe, what's his face? Like, uh, I can't. Uh, oh, Carol? Is it? No, it's not Carol. He's the one. No, well, Carol, Carol Baskin, but Joe, Baskin, yeah. Joe Exotic. No, but Joe Exotic. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Like, that's what I just pictured him being like, or my name is Joe Exotic. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Like, all right. Uh, we are finished with the name the, or with the ages. So on we go onward and upward. We've got another game coming at you. And this one has a theme song of its own. And it goes like this. Ooh, that sound. Ooh, coming in hot. Did you hear that sound? This is Jared Hibbs, if you couldn't tell. All right. I had no idea that was Jared. It got so good. It's time for What's That Sound? That's a game where I take a sound from the film and I'll play it for you out loud and you tell me what's happening on screen during this sound. One of these is tough and the other one's even harder. I only have two of them from this movie because a majority of the sound was just people screaming or a lot of music bed in the background. So these ones I was able to sort of uh, pull out from that and see if you can tell me what's happening on screen. Right now. Weird one. If you need me to play it again. again. Yep, for sure. This is the least, like the less hard of the two, by the way. So, and of course. That's the less hard of the two? Of course, you've, you watched this movie the first time. We forced you to watch this one time. So like, if you don't get these, do not feel bad. Uh, but yeah, that's the that's the first. It looks like Mandy's having a little trouble with it too. So if it, you well, don't I know it, it wasn't in the last forty minutes because I watched that twice. <laughs> yeah. So if you don't get it, Sonny, it's going to go to Mandy, and then if Mandy doesn't get it, it goes to the listening audience to try to send us a message and tell us what it was. So. Okay. Uh, so if you want to take I'm a wild say, swing. Yeah, uh, I think it was uh, right when. I think maybe it's right when they like close the door when the two guys come in uh nope no, no. son of a bitch we're gonna say yeah. no on that one mandy i'll play it for you again okay um is it does it have is it when the paint explodes in the out of the bag that is a great uh guess but no that is not the sound okay. of the paint capsule exploding in the car that does it's got a similar vibe to it for sure but uh so here's the thing do you guys really want me to save it for the audience or do you want me to just yeah i think you should i bet we'll get all somebody right. to, that will tell us all right so i'm yeah. gonna play it one more time clean so listeners listen in and then send us a message on facebook or email us at another episode podcast at gmail.com if you think you know the answer here we go i'll tell you guys once we're off the air yeah thanks <laughs> okay <laughs> well there's that one all right so, uh, you know, no harm, no foul. We're, we're still moving along. We've got one more to go, and this one's a little tougher. Here we go. It's real quick. Real quick. Listen then. Again? What the fuck, Matt? This isn't even a... Well, I just want to see if somebody was on board with it. You just got to think about what you're listening to. There's context clues a little bit, maybe. I don't know. All right. Hmm. Guesses. Uh, um, I have failed you clearly. This was not supposed to be impossible. It's just supposed to be difficult. So. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna. I mean, I was like, Matt, do you do like this with every episode? You find like some of them are like just the insanely smallest. easy, and then others are just like impossible. So today's yeah. today's were impossible. 
No, that's totally okay. I, I, I was feeling too good about myself earlier today. So thank right. you. Right. I, uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, we played see. up your arms too much at the beginning, so now we have to. <laughs> <laughs> we bring back down <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, you have to have those big biceps for that little brain, bitch. Oh. <laughs> I love it. All right. uh, let's see. Uh, can you play just one more time? Yep. I, I, I think he's. <laughs> I think it's when he swings and he hits Glenn. Okay, nope, that is not the case. That is, it does not involve Nicolas Cage. Uh, it, Nicolas Cage is not the one making this sound, if that's a hint for you at all. Um, all right, Mandy? I have nothing. nothing? I am pulling right. absolutely nothing out of now here. That means that we have two sounds up to the audience. If you guys are listening in and you want to try to uh, participate, let us know what that sound came from. Just do what I said. Just send us a message or send us an email. And let us know if if somebody out there gets it. I'll send you guys something. I'll I'll send you like a keychain or a sticker or something. Okay. All right. Moving on. Uh, let's see. We've got one last game. And if you thought that game was ridiculous, <laughs> wait until you get this game. And again, this is an example of a theme song that we got from a listener, not not a previous guest, but a listener. Listener Stacy sent this one into us. Uh, and the theme song itself sort of describes what we need from you. But I'll 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 describe it again after. Here we go. First, Matt plays a backwards clip, then he plays some forward clips. Then he gets to pick your brain to see which two clips are the same. Backwards, forwards, backwards, forwards. Let's play, let's play backwards, forwards. All right, she sent that in as a rough draft, and I said, fuck it, we're keeping it. That's the, that is the Yeah, you should. Oh, yeah. Well, that's so good. That yeah. was really good. I really Very like good. that. That's fun. Uh, so what <laughs> it is, it's a game called Backwards, Forwards. This is where I take a forward phrase in this movie, and I turn mm -hmm. it around backwards. It's going to sound like absolute shenanigans, just pure gibberish, right? You've all, Isn't this you've how all, we summon the devil? Yes, right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. John, just wonder. I was like, what? Yeah, that Paul McCartney died, and and yeah, this is this is where we find that out. Uh, so I'm going to play a backward yep. phrase for you, and then I'm going to give you four examples of the forward phrase, and you just need to tell me which one I have flipped. Okay. So it's going to okay. be either number one, two, three, or four. This one hopefully is a little easier. Uh, we're going to go right now. So the first part you're going to hear is the backward phrase, and I'm going to play it over and over again, but just the backwards part. So. Get ready okay. for that. Here we go. Okay, so that is uh, senior. That's uh, the whatever his name is. The, the Arizona, senior, right? That's Arizona Nathan. senior. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. All right. So now you're gonna get four other phrases or four phrases from him, and one of them is the backward phrase. So we'll play the whole thing again. Here we go. Leaves macros and whatnot. He's out there somewhere. Something leads to him. I want Nathan Jr. All right. Is it one, two, three, or four? I think it's one. Okay. Mandy? I think it's three. You think it's three? Okay. I'm going to play it again. Just the backwards part. And it is, in okay. fact, number three. But man, nice. nice good job. Good job it, was, it was the E. Yeah, I, the E is the same backwards and forwards. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, so, I mean, that's the end of our games portion uh, of the podcast. So, congratulations, Sonny. You got a ton of those. Yeah, uh, you did awesome. Ages. Hey, thank stuff. you. Yeah, the box office stuff was real solid. 
Uh, we do have a couple of those sounds up for the audience to listen in. So remember to go uh, send us a message. Tell us what you think. Maybe you're wrong. Maybe you're right. Maybe you'll get some stuff sent to you in the mail. Uh, but otherwise, now is the time where we discuss this movie. Uh, what did we miss? Was there anything that, Sonny, that you hoped that we had talked about about the film that we did not talk about yet? Is there, is there uh, any, any parts that me... you, you, if someone hasn't seen this movie, what do they need to know? Honestly, I think the chase scenes are just the most ridiculous thing I've ever watched. Right. And they were so much longer than they needed to be. Yeah. And I felt so much longer. And the fact that they can like do all of the ridiculousness they did with the grocery store and shooting it up and everything like that. And that everyone suddenly has a gun, which yeah. I think is fucking hilarious. I love how casually Nicolas yeah. Cage walked from aisle to aisle as that guy's just blasting each aisle before, you know, like after he gets there. And he's just, yeah. like, oh, he's just walking. He's just, I got a mission. I'm on a, I got a plan. I'm going to get, get through with it. You know, I love, I love how casually the police were just shooting in the middle of public and at, yeah. at people's houses, like just, yeah. That's how they do it. Yeah. Oh, the fact that he was sitting on the, the cop that was shooting was sitting outside of the window. So when they first time <laughs> they broke, he fell out like, ah, damn it. I got back in the same way. Uh, it's just like, this is, this is the best town that's ever existed. Yeah. This is amazing. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, the chase scenes were great. Uh, so uh, Mandy, is there anything that we didn't hit on that you wanted to talk about? No, I think this is pretty typical Coen Brothers. It's yeah. it's slow. It's a lot of dialogue. Um, you, I feel like you have to watch it more than once. It's kind of like like the Big Lebowski or Fargo or any of those I love movies. The subtle like mispronunciations of stuff like Fiance. Like Fiance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. There's a couple <laughs> of them in here that stand out. It's great. I love the writing. I love the delivery. And I like. I just feel like they did it, and they were like, "All right." uh you know action all right cut now do it again but half speed and then they just did that over and over again until they got it down to this like slow sounding yokel sort of environment that it's a made-up place but it's you know we've all been there we've all driven through this town i feel like oh um, yeah or grew up there yeah or grew up there for, yeah i was i was gonna say we i was were... talking about it and it reminded me a lot of the customers we had at the liquor stores growing yeah. up. So I was just like, I was like, oh yeah, no, I could see these people. <laughs> for sure, for sure. The hayseeds, for sure. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, all right. So now we are at the point where it is time to. Oh no, we always ask everybody, Sunny. Uh, would so our gauge kind of if whether this was a good movie or not is we ask the guests, would you watch this movie again? Hmm. See, I don't like watching movies twice too okay. often, but for and this I, one, I, I would absolutely suggest it. Oh, you yeah. would? Okay. Very yeah, good. yeah. So the follow-up question is, what is the movie that you have seen the most times? Like the movie I've seen the most times? Like, do you think oh, you've had a, a repeat movie that you've seen a ton of times? Yeah, there was. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I just don't watch uh, movies on repeat as much anymore, um, mm -hmm. but I used to all the time. I would say Requiem of a Dream, uh, Melancholia. Oh, yeah. Love those two movies. Darjeeling Limited, Sweeney Todd, uh, the uh, Bloom, uh, the Bloom Brothers, or something that was really good. And for a more recent one, uh, because I'm a big old nerd, is uh, Thor Ragnarok because it's so fucking funny and so right. good. And I know a lot of people say that one for that one. Sure, sure. All right. Yeah. And uh, Mandy, would you watch this movie again? Um. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't watch it alone. Like if I, I would probably watch it with Mark, and I wouldn't pay for it at all ever. Sure. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah for me, like, <laughs> that's so good same yeah. deal for me i mean i didn't hate the movie but i'm glad i watched it but i would not like yeah if it was a group of people all watching it together that might be fun but i'm certainly mm -hmm. not gonna and i'm not gonna like leave the room if someone was like hey let's watch raising arizona i'm not gonna be like fuck it i'm out you know but um 
but yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pick this one uh, if it were up to me to watch again. So the two yeah. times I watched it for this was enough for a while, I'll say. Mm-hmm. Same. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's how we sort of gauge whether or not this movie was any good. I can, so. You know what I could see is like, if like John Goodman dies or like, you know what I mean? Like, if, like if you, if someone like really Cage important, finally yeah. ascends, ascends up to the starship or whatever happens to him. <laughs> I think that's what he would really want. Yeah. I mean, if you want to send that to him, tweet that shit to him. He's like, he's going to like, Thank I just you. wrote his next movie just now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Papa's gonna pay those bills, dog. Sure. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh that's the end of that. Now we're gonna go on to the plugs portion. So Sonny, do you have anything that you want to point these people toward in the real world? Uh in the real world, I would say we have uh me and Harper are actually Matt Harper are gonna be on the October second show at the Pop Up Playhouse in Pop Up, Michigan. Okay. That's gonna be a lot of fun. That's always been a fun theater. Um very Bob, fun venue, uh, yeah. Yeah, very fun. Bob is. Uh, Bob told me that uh, I think it's about thirty-ish or more tickets have sold already. I think a little more now has. So we're we're slated for a really fun show. But yeah. in Chicago, I'll be in. Um, I'll be on the Indian Showcase Jello Hustle on the eighth, uh, and that's at the Seven Star Restaurant. That's a lot of fun. I've done that place four or five times. And the last thing I'll plug is that I'm on the Lodo. Uh, I'm sorry, the Lowdown show. Uh, Scott Overholt runs that, yeah. uh, and I'll be headlining that on the on October 23rd. Nice. Uh, so that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Awesome. It's so refreshing to have comedians on that are now starting to have actual gigs coming yeah. up. Because we went yeah. for so long during COVID, and everyone was like, I don't know, just go to my Twitter or whatever. You know, like there was just nothing yeah. happening. And now having people actually having dates to tell people about. And in fact, you just reminded me that I should probably tell people about that Saturday date when it's my uh spot for the plugs but uh so nice job yeah go follow sonny uh do you have uh social media stuff you want to point people toward at all uh yeah uh so you can always follow me on my facebook page uh you know i don't really give a shit about it that much anymore but it's uh my name sonny s-o-n-n-y pandit p as in paul a-n b as in david i-t i don't know why i spoke into my customer service voice but i did and then uh my instagram is sun sun the panda master you don't need to know the story behind it just know that uh, sun sun is with an o there you go. All right, perfect. Nice. Uh, yeah, so go follow all of those things. And then, Mandy, what do you got coming up? Anything you want people to uh, check in on? Um, I am recording on um, Notes My Goats, which is uh, um, a podcast um, that Brandon Alberta, the Let's Play Guess the HD2 yeah. guy. Um, so I'm looking forward to that, but that's not going to be until October and 5th. That is a podcast. Uh, are you guys dipping into a particular album? Is that how it yeah. works? Yeah. Yes, my choice was the soundtrack to the very first Twilight movie. Oh, wow. <laughs> because it is incredible. And it's I know banger, people wouldn't huh? ex- you wouldn't expect it, but if you, if yeah, it, it's really good. I'm right. super excited just to have that discussion in general. I'm sure people will be very opinionated about it. So, All right, well, yeah, go listen to that. And he's a friend of the show. He's been on several times and he provided us a theme song. So go listen to Notes My Goats. Even when we're not on, I did two, I've done two episodes with them uh, so far. And then Mandy's going to jump on uh, also. So yeah, check all those out. Uh, and then for me, for my plugs, uh, I am on it right now, but Twitch is a thing that I do. I play video games on Twitch. Sometimes you should come check it out. It's fun. It's not about the video games. I'm not good at video games. I just like to be entertaining and have fun. Uh, and it's a, it's a good time. So go check me out. It's at uh, Mattopoly 83. So it's twitch.tv slash Mattopoly83. That's M-A-T-T-O-P-O-L-Y 83 on Twitch. So go check that out. That would be great. Thank you so much for that. 
And uh, we don't normally have a way to end this stuff, Sonny. Oh, yeah, go to that show that Sonny was talking about on Saturday. I'm also on that show. Uh, it's at the Paw Paw Playhouse in Paw Paw on this coming up Saturday. I don't know what the dates are because it's a problem. For October me. 2nd. October yep. 2nd. He's got it. He knows the plugs better yep. than I do. Here we go. <laughs> I, I never know how to end this stuff, so I usually just play a clip to sort of get me to stop rambling, which is what I'm doing now. And hopefully this clip will stop that from happening. So let's see if I can find what I wanted to play as my final clip. Where is it? Where are you? There it is. Jesus Christ. I was very upset for a moment, but now we got it. Now I can stop talking. The final clip today is going to sound like this. Why do you say you feel trapped in a man's body? Well, sometimes I get the menstrual cramps real hard. All right, that's it, guys. Thank you so much. Oh my God, there was a black guy in this movie. I forgot about him. <laughs> they were all in prison, by the yeah, way. Yeah, so that everyone is, knows. Yeah, yeah it's a problem. Up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so okay, much. Uh, listen thank to more you. episodes and go follow Sonny. He's the greatest of all time. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having Bye. me. Thank Bye. you. Bye.